This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Martin Gabor. And I'm Lucy Watkin. It's Wednesday, the 5th of January. In your sport today, the Ashes head to Sydney. Novak Djokovic cleared to play. AFLW's fearless predictions. And the darts player who's on top of the world. This is your sport today. It has been a long off-season, but we're back and we're ready to bring you all the sports news you need to know about. Fez, well, he's still off for a couple of weeks, but he does have a pretty good reason. He's now a father to a lovely little girl who's doing very well. It's going to be pretty hard to top that news, but did you have a good break, Luce? I had a very good Christmas and New Year's, but like most of the country, I'm currently in isolation waiting for PCR results. I feel fine, luckily, but I definitely cannot top Sam's break. Yeah, it's going to be pretty hard to top Sam's summer, I think, but uh, I hope you get better loose, and I think the best medicine is if we get right into it. And we should probably start with the cricket, because the fourth Ashes test gets underway today at the Sydney Cricket Ground. The Aussies, they've already wrapped up the series 3-0, but loose. What do we need to know about the game starting today? Well, I don't know if they've already built the statue, but Scott (laughs) Boland has kept his spot in the team after he took six wickets for just seven runs in Melbourne. That's because Josh Hazelwood hasn't quite recovered from his side injury. There was talk of Australia playing two spinners, but in the end, they made just one change. Usman Khawaja will replace Travis Head in what will be his first test since 2019. Yeah, Head, he was man of the match in the first test. He's going to miss this game because of COVID and he's not the only one. Yeah, that's right. England coach Chris Silverwood and a few of the other coaching staff are still in Melbourne after they tested positive to the virus after the third test. It means assistant coach Graham Thorpe will be in charge in Sydney. England has made one change to their squad with fast bowler Stuart Broad replacing Ollie Robinson, who has a shoulder injury. Yeah, there's a fair bit happening on and off the field and it all starts at 10.30am Australian Eastern Daylight Time. You can watch it on Network 7, Fox Cricket, and KO, or you can listen on ABC, Triple M and SEN. There is a bit of rain around in Sydney over the next few days, but hopefully it should clear up by the weekend. Tennis fans have been waiting months to find out whether Novak Djokovic will play at the Australian Open. Well, late last night we finally found out and loose... He's in. Usually I like to limit screen time before bed, but this time <laughs> I'm glad I was on Instagram. Djokovic, who has won the Oz Open a record nine times, confirmed the news on social media, saying he'd received a medical exemption to travel to Melbourne for the tournament. We still don't know if Djokovic has been vaccinated against COVID-19, but he's received an exemption after a lengthy review process that involved two panels of medical experts. His inclusion is is big news for tournament organisers, given top players like Roger Federer and Serena Williams have already withdrawn. Yeah, and it's great news for fans as well, who might have been a bit worried after he withdrew from the ATP Cup in Sydney. Now that he's in, let's get to our first trivia question of the year, brought to you by the Sportsmate Mobile. In what year did Novak Djokovic win his first Australian Open title? Got a clue for us to start the year, Luz? 
Well, the city that's hosting the Winter Olympics this year hosted the Summer Olympics that year. Yeah, that's a brilliant clue to start the year, Lou. It's going to be pretty hard to top that one. If you know your Olympics, I reckon you might know the answer to this one, and we'll bring you that answer later in the show. It was another really tough night on the couch, channel surfing between the BBL and the tennis, but we didn't get to see Nick Kyrgios, and that's because he withdrew from the Melbourne Somerset event with asthma just hours before he was meant to take to the court. Yeah, Kyrgios said he felt unwell for four days, but pointed out that he had a few COVID tests, which all came back negative. It would have been his first match since September, but instead he hopes to play in Sydney next week before the Australian Open starts on January 17th. On the court, Australia lost 3-0 to Russia in the ATP Cup with Alex Demenor losing 6-4, 6-2 to world number two, Daniel Medvedev. Yeah, the Aussies, they're second in Group B after that loss, and they next play France on Thursday. The tournament continues on the Nine Network from 10am Australian Eastern Daylight Time if you want to watch it this morning. The start of a new year is a great time to get the crystal ball out. And Luce, it's fair to say that the 14 AFLW captains made some pretty fearless predictions at the season launch yesterday. Yeah, you've got to be pretty fearless to make predictions about the AFLW because no one really knows what will happen. And the 14 captains were asked five questions and gave anonymous answers to what they think will happen this season. The biggest question was having to pick another team than their own to make the grand final. Melbourne received seven votes, while Brisbane, who won the premiership last year, had five votes. Four captains picked Collingwood's Chloe Malloy to kick the most goals, while her teammate Brie Davey, who who took out the league best and fairest last year, was tipped to be the favourite to win it again this year. If you can't already tell, Lucy's are pretty pumped for the season <laughs> to start. We're going to have a massive preview on Friday's show. And in the meantime, I've included a link to all of those predictions in the episode notes. Rugby league fans will know all about Blake Ferguson. He's the former NRL winger who recently went to Japan to play rugby union. Well, he was arrested and then sacked by his club, the NEC Green Rockets, before he'd played a game for them. And Luce, the club hasn't stopped there. No, and I'll get to that in a second. For those who missed it, Ferguson was arrested after he got in a fight and then was allegedly found to have cocaine after he was searched by police. The former NRL player was sacked by the Green Rockets, who have now issued an apology to try and stay in the league. They've now drug tested all of their players and staff, have apologised for not educating Ferguson and have said they'll do background tests on new players. Yeah, and they're also going to donate some of the revenue from their home games this year to try to help the league stop the use of drugs amongst its players. As for Ferguson, well, he faces up to five years in jail if he's found guilty of the charges. There are plenty of reasons why I'm not a professional athlete, but (laughs) you know what? I don't think it's too late for me to become a darts player, and I'm pretty keen to get into it after watching Peter Wright win the world championship yesterday. Uh, Put 
some respect on the name and that famous mohawk gabs. <laughs> it's Peter Snakebite Wright to us. And now he's a two-time world champion after he beat Michael Smith seven sets to five in the final. Smith actually led five sets to four, but Wright won seven legs in a row to win the title and nearly one million Aussie dollars. Smith set the record for the most 180s at the tournament. That's the highest score you can get in one turn and pocketed around $400,000. Apologies, Mr. Snakebite. I hope you can forgive me for the slip up. (laughs) Uh, Wright's walk-up song is Don't Stop the Party by Pitbull. And I reckon that party might still be going today. I've popped a link to the winning leg in the episode notes. All right, time for Catch This, where we tell you what's caught our eye or what's coming up. I'm going to go straight to the NBA, where Ja Morant from the Memphis Grizzlies had one of the nastiest dunks of the year. Uh, You've got to see it. I've popped a link in the episode notes. Make sure you check it out. Uh, What have you got, Luz? Well, I'm heading to the cricket in New Zealand, where a Bangladesh review for LBW has gone viral, probably for all the wrong reasons. It was a strong appeal, but the problem was the batter had smashed the ball. Yeah, I've popped a link to that appeal in the episode notes. Make sure you check it out. It's certainly worth a laugh. All right, let's get back to the trivia question from a bit early, which today was, in what year did Novak Djokovic win his first Australian Open? He gave us a bit of an Olympics clue to it loose. What's the answer? Well, Beijing is hosting the Winter Olympics this year, and they last hosted the Summer Olympics in 2008. Yes, he beat Joe Wilfred Songer in four sets on that occasion. He's now, of course, won nine Australian Opens, including the past three. All right, that's the first show of 2022 done and dusted. Thank you so much for listening. Luce, you and I will be back tomorrow. Until then, take care. Listener.